Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm Macy Renee and if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being here and if you are new, welcome and thank you for hopping on this podcast. Again, you guys, if you have never connected with me, I absolutely love that. I love getting messages from you all, letting me know that you found me somehow through the podcast and making that connection. So if you've never introduced yourself on social media, on Instagram or Facebook, please say hi. I love to meet new people and I appreciate you for listening to the podcast. Also, if you could leave a review a written review if you're an iTunes listener of this podcast that helps me go further down in or I should say further up in the ranks um, so more people can find this show. So if you don't mind doing that and you've been a listener for a while and you're learning things that you really like I would absolutely love if you could go read write a written review if you're an iTunes listener. So happy Monday you all. Today we're going to talk about our need for other people to change. And this topic comes from an experience that I recently had with a loved one who was extremely frustrated with some people that they believe need to change in order for them to feel happier and to be more content in their life. And I'm here to tell you that I think a lot of people do this, if not consciously, even subconsciously. We want other people to fit into our idea, or I shouldn't even say our idea, but like our mold. Now, A few episodes back, I did an episode on manuals and our manual is basically like what we expect, how we do things in our life and then generally we judge people based on if they follow our manual or not. And this is kind of like that, but I wanted to touch more so on the reason why we get very out of sorts when people aren't doing what we think that they should be doing. Because for this person that I was talking to, it was very, very difficult for them to see that they were creating their own suffering and that they will continue to create their own suffering if they're waiting for all of these other people in their life to change what they're doing and who they are and how they're being and how they're living in order for them to be happy. It's just not productive. It's not a good way to spend your time. So when we are around people, so let's say this is your family and your family is not maybe living up to their potential. I see this quite a bit with um, my clients, with people that I know, you know, maybe your family just doesn't have a vision for their life or they're they're settled. They don't really care to change. They don't really care to have a different thought process. They are content with where they are 
they maybe complain about their life and what they have and wanting more and all of that, but they don't actually take the steps to shift it. They feel very, very much like a victim. Um, maybe they feel like it's too late for them or that it's impossible to change it or that the life that they desire is for other people and they're exempt from that, whatever it may be. Now, if you have a family member like that, if you have friends like that, if you're listening to this podcast, more than likely you're someone that enjoys personal development. So I'm not really talking about you, right? Because you obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, spend time working on yourself. This is a personal development podcast. So if you're listening to this or any others in the realm of mindset, coaching, whatever, then you're working on yourself. So you're not the person that I'm talking to, but what you may find in who you're surrounded with is that your friends, your family, loved ones, even significant others sometimes, they may not be behaving the way that you'd like. You might not like some of their mannerisms. You might not like the way they talk. You might not like the way that they handle um, intense situations. Maybe they are quick to anger. Maybe they are not so sympathetic. Maybe they don't understand why, you know, someone gets emotional and is crying. Like there's so many ways that other people respond. And what we find sometimes is that we would like them to behave differently, think differently, be different than who they are right now. And when we're hyper-focused on that, we start to feel miserable, Okay, that's about the normal response that I see from clients, from friends, from family. That in a lot of tough situations, we want them to be different than who they are. Because maybe we can see that they are suffering or that they're creating their own suffering. But what's also happening is that when they're not responding to life the way that we think that they should or the way that we believe would be better for, for them if they would respond X, Y, Z differently, right? What that does is it creates suffering within us. And we've talked about this before, that when you are hyper-focused on everything external being the cause for your happiness or unhappiness, your anger or your joy or whatever, you're not able to fix it. Because in that moment, you have given your power away. You're focusing on the wrong thing. And the question that I pose to my clients is, why do you need someone else to be different? Why do you need that? And a lot of times the response is, I need them to be different so that I feel happy. So that I know they're okay. So that I'm not stressed about what horrible path they're going down, right? Like maybe this is somebody that you know and love and they have an addiction problem. And you really, like you're up at night worried about them and their behavior and their choices and their lifestyle. And you want nothing more than to be able to change All of it. You want to change them. You want to change your thinking. You're trying everything in your power to get them to be different than who they are. You're trying to remind them of where they come from. You're trying to remind them that they're loved. You're trying to remind them that there's other ways. And still they don't get it. 
right? Because they're living in their own world. And there comes a point where after trying and trying and trying to to get someone to be different than who they are, you start to lose yourself. You start to lose sleep at night. And you start to impact your own mind, body, spirit because your focus is no longer internal of what mindset work needs to happen, right, to shift where you're at. Your focus is on everything external and how you would feel so much better if they fill in the blank. I would feel so much better if they fill in the blank. A lot of times when we want someone to change, right, whether it's an intense situation like knowing someone and loving someone that's maybe addicted to something, and I've been there, I still go through that, right? Um, And it's difficult because you want to come in and rescue. But here's what I'm saying, guys. Whenever I think about going in and rescuing, I ask myself a very hard question. Why do I feel the need to rescue? Okay, now the surface level answer is because, well, they're they're killing themselves or they deserve so much better or I see the potential in them, right? Those are pretty much the surface level answers that I think all of us can relate to. But if I'm deep with myself and if I turn inward to ask myself why truly I'm rescuing, why truly I am so upset by another person's actions, behaviors, thoughts, beliefs. It's that I'm uncomfortable. That is the truth. And that is the truth that a lot of people have a hard time facing. That you are uncomfortable, right? When someone is, let's say you get in in um, uh, an argument with your spouse and you have this expectation of how you want them to respond in this argument and when they don't do that you just feel you start telling yourself this story that you're miserable that your partner doesn't understand that they're so you know they're not sympathetic at all that they just don't get it that you're you're miserable and will they ever change so that you can feel happy in this relationship and you know you might go really really far in your brain and start thinking like do other people act like this you know would I be happier if if you know I was with someone else or would I be happier if this you know if my husband or my wife would change the way that they do this like why do they do this and if I were to ask you as a coach why you want them to change I guarantee you that a lot of it would be these external things well he does this and he does that and I don't like this and I don't like that and I I believe this and I believe that right And what is very hard to come up with is this truthful answer from the soul that if they were different, I would feel better. And that's honestly the root of why we want other people to be different than who they are right now. And trust me when I tell you that this has been a a big piece of my work because I have loved ones that I want to shake and who for a very long time I believe the story of they created my misery they've induced trauma they've made me who I am 
but they've also left a lot of scars and they're the reason for XYZ and they're the reason I'm unhappy right now. If they would act like an adult, I would feel better. And that's what it comes down to. I would feel better if they changed. Which translates, you guys, to I'm not doing the inner work on myself. I'm not doing the mindset work on myself when I believe that something external, even a person, needs to be different than who they are right now for me to feel better in my life. If you're doing this, you're likely not turning inward. You're likely not doing the deep, deep inner work, okay? The mindset reshifting or reframing or rewiring. And that takes a lot of work. Ask yourself that question. Why do I want or why do I feel the need to express that this person needs to be different than who they are right now? And if you can get honest with yourself, something in their behavior is making your life feel hard. It's making you feel miserable. Your thoughts about it are very difficult. For the person that I was talking to about their family, they wanted their family to be something that their family doesn't want to be. They want their family to rise up and be stronger and have ambition and go for careers and move out of this what they call rinky-dink disgusting place and go do better for themselves. And they were like, I'm, I just, it makes me miserable. Like I can't sleep at night. Everything that I, you know, do in my life is to try and rescue them from all of this and they don't get it and they're frustrating me and they won't listen to me and I know what I'm talking about and I know the advice that I can give them and they don't want to take any of it. And it was just this cycle of they're creating my misery. Like they make me so mad. They make me so angry and it until they change, I'm not going to feel better. I'm not going to feel happy. And I was like, no, you are wanting them to change who they are and what they do and what they believe in and how they live and where they live because it makes you uncomfortable. And that means that there's some subconscious thinking there and mindset work that can be addressed. Why? Are you thinking that way? What thoughts are you having about it? And that's the work that we do in coaching is we get to the root of those thoughts, that mindset you have, your belief system, and we figure out why it's causing you to feel the way that you're feeling and what it's causing you to do and the result that you're getting from it. And the result that this person was getting was just being miserable and feeling miserable And yelling at their family because they wanted them to change and feeling defeated and frustrated and having thoughts like they need to want this for themselves. They they should want this. And what I was trying to communicate is that you can want something for someone so bad. I know this firsthand. You can want something for someone so bad. But if they don't want it for themselves, you can't help them. And there comes a point where you are, when you're focused on being external, again, you're focused on everything outside of you, that's what creates our own suffering. That's what makes us suffer. 
because we don't have control over other people and their behavior. So when you think that you can control it, right? And if you also think you can control it, are you manipulating other people to be what you want them to be? So again, you feel better. Pay attention to that. Is your brain being sneaky in that way? You know, do you manipulate people into being different because you have a level of influence over them, right? People have to choose that for themselves. That's why when in coaching, for instance, I don't reach out to people and get in their inbox and ask them if they want to work with me. I don't go and pursue potential clients, I believe that when people are ready to shift their life, that they will come to me, that they will inbox me, that they will schedule a 60-minute consult call to see if we're a good fit, that they'll message me. I don't go after them and think, oh my God, they've complained on Facebook 25 times in a row. I'm going to insert myself into their life and tell them all the ways that I can help them. That would be externally focused. I work on myself. I work on my mindset. I work on why I feel like they need to ask for help, right? And a lot of times it always comes back to, I would feel better because then I wouldn't suffer seeing them in pain. But it comes back to me, right? It comes back to my ego saying, It's really hard to watch someone complain over and over and over and over again and know that you can help them, right? And you can use this in any scenario, like someone that's dated and keeps getting their heart broken and, but they're going for all the jerks. It's like, and then they complain all the time. It's, it becomes miserable for you because of what you're thinking about it and because you're focused on something external, AKA them. And you think that if you could change them, That all of a sudden you would feel better. Like your life would be easier because you wouldn't be feeling pain and misery. Watching them suffer. So you're suffering watching someone else suffering because you're focused on external things. Instead of focused on the internal things. And we kind of talked about this last week. External focus versus internal focus, right? But that is ultimately what creates our own self-suffering. And... The point of this entire episode was to show you that it's usually for your own ego's like hit, right? When we want other people to be different than who they are right now in this moment and we have all these stories about as soon as they're different, I'll feel better. That's your ego saying, I need other people to be different than they are right now in order to feel better. And it's a lack of emotional intelligence because the thing about it is, you guys, when you can focus on what you're thinking and what you're feeling and you can take charge of your own mind and the external things aren't what dictate your happiness, but rather you're focused on your internal state, okay, you have much more power and control, which means that when when you're around these people, you have the ability to hold space for them for exactly where they're at right now. Even if it does get on your nerves, you can hold space for them and acknowledge where they're at. And sometimes your ability to hold space for other people when they're in the pits of hell themselves allows them the safe place to feel that they can change and evolve because you're not shoving what they need to be doing down their throat for your own selfish gain of feeling better. 
Like you have to let them learn that. And trust me, with my family member that I've gone through this with, it was the hardest thing. Forgiveness was the biggest thing I needed to practice. Taking responsibility for my own emotions, not blaming all of my misery on them, but recognizing that I was creating a lot of it myself because I was focused on the external piece. If that family member changes, I will feel better. And then I realized, oh my God, like they're never, they may never change. So I will have wasted my entire life waiting for the moment when they realize the misery they've caused me, right? And then want to change it for my rescue. You have to rescue yourself. That's the point of turning inward. That's the point of doing the work. That's why you hire a coach or a therapist, someone else to see inside your mind and help you take radical responsibility. So that's today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it hit home for you. And I hope that you have a very happy Monday. Now, before I get off of here, I want to let you know that if you've been thinking about coaching, I have a little new button on my website, MacyRenee.com, with a 60-minute consult. So if you've ever thought about coaching and you're wondering if it's something that you'd benefit from or if you and I would be a good fit together for becoming her or for one-on-one coaching, I encourage you to go to my website. You can click that book button and pick a time and date and we can set that up. And if you're interested in how I can help you, Again, I have one-on-one coaching, which is the prices for my one-on-one coaching, you guys, is raising October 1. So just be mindful of that. If you've been on the fence about one-on-one coaching and you've peeped the website, I want to let you know, I I haven't raised my prices in so long, but I'm raising my prices because I really want people that are excited about one-on-one coaching and very serious about moving forward. Like the commitment being like, okay, if I'm ready to do one-on-one coaching, I'm all in. I'm all in on my mind. I'm going to do the work outside of the calls, right? So my prices for one-on-one coaching are going to be raising on October 1. So you can lock in the current rate with a contract of three months, six months, or a year if you do that anytime between now and and before October 1, okay? The other option to work together is the Becoming Her program, and that's a lifelong program. Once you invest in that, you're done. You never pay another penny. You're in there for life. You get one-on-one coaching. It's two times a month for 30 minutes, okay? You get weekly coaching through Facebook Live. You're in a community of other women that are ready to do, you know, ready to do that work all in for the work. And you get access to an online portfolio that has literally everything I have ever created, every webinar I've done, every training I've done, my money program. You get access to all of that. It is like the best bang for your buck. It's $2,555 in full. Or there are two other monthly payment plans if that is not possible for you right now. So if you have any questions, please reach out to me and I will look forward to talking to you, okay? Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday. Bye, guys. Hey, girl, did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. 
Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on MacyRenee.com.